I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at RAINNetwork.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. My name is Emma Kami, and I will be your host today. Ecuador's Congress recently began an impeachment trial for President Guillermo Lasso due to allegations of corruption, meaning that Ecuador could follow in the footsteps of its neighbor Peru to oust a sitting president. Here to discuss the situation in Ecuador is Carmen Colosi, a Latin America analyst at RAIN. Welcome, Carmen. Thank you so much for having me, Emma. Um, To start us off, could you explain why Congress is undergoing an impeachment trial? Sure. So the official reason is that Lasso is being charged with embezzlement in a case that is connected to a shipping contract for a crude oil company um, between a public company and a private sector business. So that is the official reasoning. But I think in this case, it's really important to look at the broader political context to understand why Ecuador's Congress is pursuing this impeachment trial now. So first, to think about all of this, we need to look at, um, you know, back in June of 2020, when Ecuador's Congress first uh, brought impeachment charges against Lasso. Now, that first impeachment trial failed. They did not get enough um, legislators to agree to impeach Lasso. But it really does set the stage for the fact that President Lasso in, in Ecuador is fairly unpopular amongst legislators. His um, Creo movement doesn't have a, a majority. They definitely have a major- minority in the National Assembly. And the two other parties, which is are an indigenous party and a, you know, I'd say leftist socialist party, are, are fairly counter ideologically to um, the pro-business policies that Lasso has been pushing. So to look at this, you know, we've we've constantly seen this, um, you know, issue between the legislative and executive branches in Congress. And so recently we saw that local elections really showed that the uh, president's Creo party has really fallen out of favor. Um, and, you know, when we're looking at that, that is a really solid signal for opposition parties to to see that Ecuadorians have kind of, in, in a way, tired of Lasso. I think a really good example to, to point to is the fact that a recent poll showed that four out of every 10 Ecuadorians actually called or, or said that they would be in favor of Lasso stepping down his mandate early. Mind you, the next presidential elections are in 2025. So this impeachment trial is coming at a time of low popularity for, for Lasso, and um, potentially could offer an, an opportunity for Lasso's, um, you know, political rivals or opponents to really show that they are, you know, trying to oust this pro-business ideology. What options does Lasso have going into the impeachment trial? That's a fantastic question, Emma. And I think that what you're pointing at here is that Ecuador's current uh, constitu- constitution has a very funny um, uh, addendum, which, you know, is called 
the cross death, um, which is a very creative name to say that uh, Lasso or the president at any time um, has a constitutional mechanism that would dissolve um, the legislative body, so the National Assembly, be able to rule by decree until the earliest possible date for elections. And then elections would be held for both um, the executive and the legislative branches. So this would be a fairly disruptive, um, you know, mechanism that Lasso could use. Now, just days ago, we saw Lasso um, in an interview with the Financial Times commit and say that he, if, if there is going to be an impeachment trial, and if he's going to be impeached, if it's looking that way, that he will use this mechanism. So that is, um, I would say, somewhat of a threat. I would say it's definitely, in, in our opinion here at Rain, a credible threat, especially considering that Lasso, you know, due to his widespread unpopularity, doesn't have um, really a chance of running again uh, and being president again. Um, so if, he, if he's going to make this threat, it's going to be fairly credible. So that is the mechanism that is um, available to Lasso. Other options or other scenarios are that Lasso is simply impeached, which, like we said, is unlikely given his um, recent statements. But if he is impeached and doesn't use the cross-death um, mechanism, then vice, the vice president, uh, Alfredo Borreo, is, will assume the presidency. Um, now, the vice president is very interesting. He was chosen during the height of the COVID pandemic um, in 2021, and he is, has a really strong background in healthcare. He doesn't have a strong political background. And so our, our assessment here at Rain is that he's very likely to struggle as the head of state uh, due to his limited political career and uh, somewhat uh, inexperience in the political arena. Um, finally, another scenario is that they choose not to impeach him. I think that is, our, I would say, our second most likely scenario um, at this point, given the fact that, you know, Lasso has made this threat and there are some legislators that may not want to lose their job. Now, mind you, the the original uh, term for many legislators is until 2025. And so by threatening them to to lose their positions of power and to be forced into new elections um, could be an undesirable outcome for many of these legislators. And that could could um, in many ways force them uh, to vote against Lasso's impeachment. Um, regardless of what Lasso chooses to do, the impeachment trial appears to be significantly politically disruptive. What other knock-on effects could the trial have? So there is a significant amount of political uncertainty related to this trial. If Lasso does choose to go the route of uh, using the cross-death mechanism, we could see significant protests uh, really across the country, but specifically in areas that are heavily populated by um, indigenous groups. Um, and those areas typically tend to be, um, you know, highly concentrated around natural resources. So if he does use cross-death, indigenous groups 
would be very likely to view that as, as somewhat of an authoritative mechanism because he would have the opportunity to rule by decree. And so they could, you know, stage different demonstrations at, um, for example, oil refineries and fields that could potentially disrupt, um, you know, government access to export revenue um, and therefore, you know, financing for social programs. So we've seen this happen in Ecuador a few times now that indigenous protests can be significantly disruptive to um, the oil and gas sector. And so that could be, uh, I would say, one of our main and most impactful um, outcomes. We could also see demonstrations in major cities. Um, if Lasso is not impeached, we could see very similar demonstrations um, because many of these indigenous groups are, are against Lasso's presidency. And so we could see these groups come out and demonstrate against the fact that he wasn't impeached. I think the only scenario in which we're not likely to see um, demonstrations is our least likely scenario, which is that Lasso is um, impeached and he doesn't use the cross-death mechanism. So we're looking at a very turbulent outlook for, for Ecuador in the coming weeks. Um, we'll be following it here at Rain. We'll see uh, Lasso take um, the stand in 30 days to defend himself against this impeachment trial. And very shortly after that, we'll, we'll have an outcome. So um, this is a very interesting topic that we're thinking about here at Rain, and I'm so glad to have the opportunity to come on the podcast to talk about it. Well, that was a great analysis. Thank you so much, Carmen, for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Emma. Of course. Learn how geopolitical events like this could affect your business with Rain Worldview. Our flagship risk intelligence products provide clients with access to the insights and analyses they need to make more informed decisions and drive better risk management outcomes. Sign up at rainnetwork.com. That's R-A-N-E network.com. I'm Emma Kami. Thanks for listening.